Resuming. We heard. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, here comes the... Booyah. (laughs) (laughs) And to my other, other right, with his microphone not on mute, coming straight out of Krakoa, weighing in at 178 adamantium-filled pounds, Alfonso X-Man Flores. Professor Xavier is a jerk. Professor Xavier is a jerk, but at least he would tell you if your <laughs> microphone was muted when you're live. He wouldn't telepath me. He would have been like this. Hey, what's up, Jess? Thanks for listening to the broadcast. Uh, today, we are going to be discussing, we are going to be reacting to Thor, Love, and Thunder. Uh, Thor is a rather... Some of us just can't go live, huh? <laughs> hey, Today is not that day. <laughs> hey, or maybe some of us should have been on mute for that. <gasps> well, <laughs> I'll mute here, but not here. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are going to be discussing uh, Thor Love and Thunder. The Thor series is pretty interesting. This is actually number four, which is the first Marvel series to have uh, four movies, actually, which is pretty interesting because... I don't think that that many people really love Thor, but I could be completely wrong. So back in May 6th of 2011, the first Thor movie premiered, and it was an interesting movie. It had its good points and its bad points. Uh, It actually cost $150 million to make, and it brought in $181 million worldwide. What did you guys think of the the first Thor movie? I, I mean, I really liked it. I was I was super stoked for it when it came out. You know, it, it had Coulson, it, it had a Hawkeye. You know, first appearance of Hawkeye. <laughs> um, it, it it went a different direction than you know we thought. Yeah, uh, it it wasn't really. Uh, I don't know. It, it's you have Thor, who's the god of thunder, and then all of a sudden, wait a minute, nope, they're aliens. Oh, they're aliens. You know, uh, and then you get to find out a little bit more about Asgard. You know. Um, Heimdale up there, you know, sending everybody where they need to go. Uh, Jane Foster. Actually, I was watching it just the other day. No, I was actually watching the second one the other day because I had to give it another shot. But uh, the first one, I, you know, I enjoyed it a lot. You got Thor on, on Earth, like uh, in the comics. Originally, he was banished to Earth and he was put into the body of a weak, feeble Donald Blake. And uh, in the in the movie, they didn't do it the same way, but they did reference Donald Blake, who was... Jane Foster's ex-boyfriend and Thor happened to wear his clothes. Uh, you know, in the comics, he walked around with a little cane and, you know, that he'd smack on the ground eventually and he'd be able to become Thor and he'd have his hammer back. Uh, the movie itself, uh, it, it was a, a big change from what I've, I was familiar with, but I really enjoyed it. You know, Chris Hemsworth looked like Thor. You know, he, he did a he did a better job than, uh, what's his name, Private Pyle when he was in <laughs> Adventures, uh, or what was that? Don't tell mom the babysitter. No, 
Adventures in Babysitting. That's what it was. I don't know. You guys remember that? I do not. Yeah. Uh, the guy who played uh, Kingpin was actually Thor in that movie. Which Kingpin? <laughs> and Daredevil. Oh, so you're you're talking Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio, that's his name. Yeah, what, what okay. happened was the little girl in Adventures in Babysitting was obsessed with Thor. She had a little red cape that she wore. She wore like a little, you know, helmet and she had her little hammer and she was going around. And something happened where they broke down and the uh, they were picked up by a tow truck and the guy had long locks and it was, you know, really buff, really thin. He had a hammer. It was it was uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, Vincent D'Onofrio when he was younger and he was Thor. Oh well, <laughs> that's that's an interesting uh, trivia fact. X Man delivering the trivia. If you watched live, this is what you get: live trivia from the X Man. Uh, we're gonna be streaming the trailer for Love and Thunder in just a few minutes. Just uh, catching up, getting everyone up to speed on the quadrigy of Thor. Joe, what do you think mm-hmm. of Thor? It was cool. I mean, let's be honest. I don't think me and Alan ever bought a Thor comic. I bought one on accident. Really? I was I was at Big Lots, but at the time it was pick and save. Mm-hmm. And there was a Spider-Man comic book in one of those four packs. Remember? You get mm-hmm. the four packs. Yeah, I remember and, that. That was cool, right? Yeah. That, that was, was cool. cool. Yeah. So yeah. in that four pack, in the middle, the ones you couldn't see, was mm-hmm. actually a Thor comic book. And it was the first appearance of Beta Ray Bill. Oh, That's okay. the Yeah. I lucked out there. Cool. Yeah. That's the only Thor comic book I ever got. Yeah, I, we've never, I don't, I mean, I never was really that interested in Thor. However, like at the time period of when Thor first came out, everybody was looking forward to it because it was building every Avenger mm-hmm. before, I think before the actual Avengers got, oh no, was it before or after? I can't remember. It was before. No, it was more. Yeah, so they're building up to the Avengers. So that was pretty cool. But I, the first one was okay. The second one was hot garbage. And I'm thinking they're making the fourth one because I don't even think they want to count the first two. So I think... Like Love and or the Ragnarok, I think that was actually the first one, and this one is probably the second one. It seems like because the first two were like not really that good, especially the second one was really bad because well, it was a dark tone. Let's talk about the second one because the X Man uh, jumped on the grenade for all of us and actually watched <laughs> the second one recently. X Man, what do you think when you watch it the second time through? <laughs> so here's the thing: I'm I'm like sitting around thinking, you know, like Thor's coming up again. I should get caught up in like. What happened in that second? What happened in the second one? I don't. I, it was so tough to remember. I'm like, I remember they're dark elves, and maybe that's where the Aether first came into being, where it was, you know, this I don't know, like red smoke monster, like Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I tried to look at it from a different perspective because I know everybody hated it, so I was trying to watch it with an open mind. And I'm like, this is just, it's not good. You know, they're, they're just trying to be too dark, too ignat, mm-hmm. ignatic, enigma enigmatic enigmatic cult podcast so, <laughs> so yeah they were they were trying to just be too dark and brooding you know and, and that's not thor thor is you know he's got his rainbow bridge and his you know is it just he's so much more than that so when it tried to be dark and you know i, I would say like batman-ish you know it just didn't work for him it wasn't the right tone um you know of course thor has fallen on dark days and and you know he had to come out of them but it was just, it, it was, uh, it was almost like a bad Star Trek movie. See, Alfie's nice. That's just his way of saying the movie really sucked. 
That's his way. You know, he's just too nice. That movie sucked, dude. And then if you watch Ragnar, it just lets you know how much worse that movie is after seeing that. Because yeah. what's his name? Tiki? I don't know. Ta- the guy Taika Waititi. Dude, he's, he's really good. So good. You know? Like, I was talking to my son today about it. And, you know, the Ragnos, the, ah, like, you can't stop thinking about Ragnar, you know? That Thor movie because of that song now. Same thing with when they played Guns N' Roses in the beginning. Now every time I hear that song, I'm thinking about. So he's really smooth and making people like the music. And that's something that he took, I think, from James Gunn. Is it's the music will bring people in because if you put the right music in that trailer, it was just it was just phenomenal. I I I can't wait for it. I mean, I'm really looking forward to you know uh, the Doctor Strange too. That's the one I'm really looking forward to because I think they're gonna bust out some X Men. Hopefully. So I'm kind of more hyped for that. But this story is going to be really good. I think it's going to be really good. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about Ragnarok. Uh, first of all, the fact that Alfonso basically said that uh, <laughs> Thor The Dark World was a DC movie set in the Marvel Universe, you know I'm going to hate it. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, what about Thor Ragnarok turned the franchise around? Oh, my gosh. It it was so lighthearted, you know, it was, it was more, it, it was like a James Gunn movie. Like when nobody wanted to see guardians of the galaxy, because who cares about guardians of the galaxy? And it came out and just blew everything out of the water. It just changed the format. So I think they, what they did was they looked at that when they were going to make the new Thor movie, they were going to have something like this. We got to have something that just rocks, something that people mm-hmm. out of their seat, you know, something that's larger than life. And dude, they deliver, man. I mean, you know, from Thor, like, crying when they were going to cut his hair. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 please don't come here. I'm the son of Asgard. And like, no, 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 please don't come here. And, and that just, oh man, that, that movie had so many elements to it. You know, it, it had, um, it had Planet Hulk, you know, it, it had, it had Hela. It had, you know, it just went from here to here to here. It had Loki falling for a half an hour. That was great. You know, and, yeah, they 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 delivered so well on that movie. They they changed the the whole genre of it. They they made or not the genre but the narrative, and they just they just made it rock. And you know, Thor lost his eye. Would, oh my gosh, you guys talk. I'm sorry that I don't I don't want to babble about this forever because I'm just like this little fanboy. Like, oh, and then remember the time that they did. It's okay to fanboy. That's what this podcast is all about. We can, it's okay <laughs> yeah. to fanboy, and it's okay to say when a movie sucks. <laughs> but they they made Thor more likable. Like yeah. he, they, they made him more funnier, more relatable, because you know, like the first two movies, I felt like he was just like a, the big buff dude that's only thinks about himself, and you know, there was no development to Thor. You were just like, okay, he's just another beefhead. But you know, when Ragnos came out, it was totally three hundred and sixty, and you were like, wow, you actually started caring about the character, and you, you cared about his relationship with Loki, which was dope because it felt, you know, like they got closer because of Ragnos. You know what I mean? With the death of the father, but yeah, I I enjoyed. It. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was funny. The music was great, and it was very funny. I think Alan had seen it before me, and he was like, "The one thing that Alan said was it was very funny." And I'm like, "Really? You know, you watch the first two movies, there was no jokes at all." Yeah, I step in that movie, and me and my sons are laughing like nonstop. Like, what the hell's going on? Like, totally, you know, like it's so. When you see this trailer, you already know what's going to come because. Um, Takakaki <laughs> is a really great director. So you know what he's going to give us. And it's just, you know, it's going to be really good. But, you know, like, 
Yeah, we'll talk more when we watch the trailer, but it's pretty good. Okay, speaking of watch the trailer, uh, Dukes is going to probably go on rambling for about the next 10 to 15 minutes. Then, I'm, I'm kidding, it's just going to be like <laughs> one minute. Then we're going to talk, uh, we're actually going to watch the uh, Thor Love and Thunder trailer. We can all react to it together. Uh, you know, it's funny because I felt like by the time they came out with Ragnarok, they had figured out the Marvel formula. Yeah, I feel like the Marvel formula is changing, which is good. You know, I, I feel like they're going in other directions with, let's say, Moon Knight. And I think they're going to have huge directional changes with uh, Multiverse of Madness. But the action, fun, action format, they had it down by that point. And I feel like they were experimenting a little bit at first. And they got away from trying to figure out like, oh, they want their characters to be dark and brooding and just like, hey, people want our characters to have fun. Because if you think mm -hmm. about like Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier, which happens to be the greatest Marvel movie ever made, it's kind of a dark movie. It doesn't have very much humor. So there was that dark period in the MCU. But when they moved away from it, that's when we get things like Black Panther. That's when we get things like um, Ragnarok. Unfortunately, they also gave us... Uh, Captain Marvel, but we'll overlook that. Eternals yeah, is worse than Captain Marvel. Wait a minute. Eternals was supposed to change the Marvel Universe the way we it saw did. it. It did. Marvel finally had a crappy movie. <laughs> yeah. but the, okay, so let's just say they don't buy Fox, right? And they don't get yeah. any of the mutants. That movie's still going to suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Eternals was just Marvel's big blunder, and we can't pretend it wasn't, so mm. boo on you. <laughs> However, I have to give uh, props to Kevin Feige because he made us think that movie was going to be good. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I did we were at Disney, uh, was it D23? He had yeah. us all hyped up. We brought them all yeah. out. Oh, hey, this is all the people in it. And was like, yeah, you're not going to let us down. <laughs> you let us down, Kevin Feige. Yeah, it's okay though. He's he, he's okay to like have a failure every now and then. It's okay. He's done a lot of good. True. We all have failures now and then. So yeah, we'll for sure. Kevin Feige have one too. Oh yeah. Gentlemen, along with the uh, ladies and knights of the NWO, are you ready to stream this Thor Ragnarok? Joe, first thoughts. It's good, dude. Like like I said, like the music, bro. Like. Remember we we were bumping Guns N' Roses like when we were kids. Like I tell my kids all the time, like, bro, we bumped that when that shit was brand new. You know what I mean? It was brand new. I mean, it, people still play that song today, but it's the song is perfect for where Thor is at in his journey right now. But it's kind of cool. It's like, you know, like I we don't really know that much about it, but I, I like to think that he's done being a hero, like he said in that trailer. And I guess what was that? Russell Crowe's like Zeus, and then was it Christian Bale was playing the God Killer? Gore the God Butcher. Yeah, so he's killing gods, and obviously he's probably coming for Thor, and you know now Thor has to come back. But I almost think like when they show Jane, I wonder if they should have saved that. What do you think? I think they should have saved that because you know the crowd's gonna be like ah, and it, uh, is that in the beginning or is that at the end? They could trick you because Marvel likes to do that. It could be probably in the beginning, or it could be at the end. I don't know. Well, first of all, uh, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, if you have any thoughts, comments, ideas, drop them in the comments because we want to hear what you have to say. Uh, 
I'm going to be that guy. Uh, Steven will not be surprised by this because I poo poo <laughs> on most things. It's like Steven walks in the room. You know, I'm about to say something sucks. So who cares about, about Jane Foster being more? I don't. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't. It's not like anybody said, you know, what was really good that they didn't bore is when Thor, when Jane Foster became Lady Thor. Don't nobody care about no Lady Thor <laughs> at all. So you know what? They could have they could have put that at the beginning of the trailer. They could have put mm -hmm. it at the end. I don't know. It's still gonna pop no matter what. Oh yeah, but it's gonna I, pop. Yeah. What I want to see is I want to see a scene where she's going over there and picking up every single rock and she's super gluing them back together slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't care anything about Jane Foster. Uh, Jane Foster was part of Marvel's attempt to bring in a new audience. Uh, that's why you have Kamala Khan, the new Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. That's why you have uh, my boy, Sam Wilson, whom I love me some Sam Wilson. But Sam Wilson, uh, Kamala Khan, and Jane Foster were all Marvel's attempt to bring in a new audience. Yeah, And they're all but, coming to the MCU. But if you think about it, too, like as far as Marvel, you know, like DC has Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you have, your, you know, a woman figure that's pretty powerful and you can attract the women audience. If you think about it, there's not really that much in Marvel. I mean, so Jane Foster could fit the bill. Well, keep in mind, when, when they bring the X-Men in, all the most powerful X-Men are women. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no so doubt. that's going to be sweet. It's going to be so sweet. <laughs> But of course, you know, Alfonso Alfonso turns a, finds a way to turn it into an X Men conversation. Yeah, but how long, you, <laughs> how long are you gonna have to wait though? Yeah, but, but allow me to invoke the holy X Men. The thing of it is, there was a Lady Thor before Jane Foster, and that was Aurora Monroe Storm. Dude, but was, she, was she actually a Lady Thor? Granted, no, I mean, I, yeah, I she, come on, dude. No, she was not. <laughs> It was like, I think, to be honest, dude, that was on that Claremont special that I was telling you about. They needed to do something with, with X-Men, and that was one of the things that they did with Storm to show yeah. that she was developing. That's all that was. has nothing to do with her being like Lady Thor. It well, was just like a filler story. Yeah, they had that uh, Asgardian Wars, and there was a lot of things to do with mm -hmm. that. That There was that filler story, which was it – was, it was really sweet. I mean, I mean, she controls lightning already. I don't know why they call him the god of thunder. He controls lightning. Thunder just makes sounds. Like, ooh, I'm coming. Boo. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it was cool. Speaking of X-Men and speaking of Asgardian Wars, uh, they had a really cool link with Iceman and the Frost Giants. That was super sweet. You know, even uh, Danny Moonstar and, and the Valkyries, she became mm -hmm. one. So it's like they can weave this stuff all in once they bring them in. Um, there was uh, Ron, Ron or Rain Sinclair. You know, Wolvesbane, mm -hmm. she yes. jo she joined up with this like werewolf type people, uh, as guardian people that you know run out in the fields. And oh man, yeah, they're not gonna so... do that, <laughs> they might, you never know. Mm, I, that's just too much, but they're look at gonna do all that. It's a big place, they got to build on it. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna do all that. So, so one of the nights of the NWL brings up a point that in 37 seconds into the trailer. Um, there's a shot that's set up where you see Korg and Thor, and it mm -hmm. looks like they've digitally taken someone out mm -hmm. of the picture. Yes. Who do you think they took out? Uh, Deadpool. <laughs> they always do that, though. 
Yeah, but who do you think it is? Um, well, obviously they could have made what's the the one he left in charge. I can't remember her name. Valkyrie. Oh, Valkyrie. There was a Valkyrie. Yeah, I don't think it's her because there's no point in to hide her. It's gonna be Loki, dude. They're all so, that's worse than hiding Loki. Yeah, I was Loki. thinking that too. Yeah, it could be Loki. I mean, who else is it gonna be? I mean, it's a Thor movie. Like, who else are gonna? They're gonna they're gonna bring an X Men. Oh, maybe they could do Alfie's idea and just bring in Storm. But you know what? It could be Hercules. I would Ooh, like that's that. A good one. Yeah, <sighs> that'd be so glorious. Well, that would be pretty cool. But how many people know Hercules? And bro, I didn't even collect a Hercules comic book. Let's be real. Hercules <laughs> was a trash comic book. Okay, it was, bro. It was terrible. He was part of the Hulk. Yeah. Like when uh, Peter David was writing it, right. he was in with the Hulk, but he's a trash character. He's like a yeah. poor man's Thor. Okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna have to bring out West Coast West Coast Avengers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hercules is fun, dude. That man, he's you know, he's always partying. He's always fighting. It's it's anytime he sees the Hulk, they gotta they gotta go at it. I don't know if you yeah. read the um, what was it um, the Maestro. The new Maestro series, yes. Right. So Maestro's like, all right, who's in charge here? And it's like Hercules is kicking back with like he's got all these women around him and all these beers, and he's just like having a great time. He's like, let's go, and he just starts fighting them. And he's like, oh, I love having you back. I miss these battles. And then you know, <laughs> the Maestro kills him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just say overall, my general thoughts about this trailer is I wasn't impressed. What? It's it seems like more of the same. It seems like that same dynamic that we were getting from Peter Quill and Thor continued. And you can only tell a joke for so long. It's like when your kids, they have the, like that one meme that they think is funny and they show it to you like every freaking day. And eventually you're like, it was funny the first time I saw it, but I'm tired of seeing this meme of, of SpongeBob. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired of that SpongeBob meme. <laughs> it's just the same old thing. I didn't care for like the CrossFit montage um, I don't care about Jane Foster. I'm not impressed. I'm not excited. Dude, they're going to have an 80s montage where he's working out and getting trim. How are you not going to love that, man? That's old school. That's the stuff we love, man. Because if it ain't me working out and getting trim, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just feeling us. envy. I'm okay with it, though. I mean, I like the, I mean, I'm okay with it if they continue that humor out. You know me, Alan, for years, bro. I do the same joke over and over again. I'm okay with that. No, bro. Your your humor is constantly evolving and constantly <laughs> funny. Guys, I'll let you do the final thoughts. What do you think of the trailer? X-Man, I'll let you take it first. Joe, take us home. Dude, I, I loved it. There was there were so many little things. I don't know. Like if you, when you saw Valkyrie, they had Meek in the corner and he was putting on a suit. I don't know if you guys remember Meek, but he was like this little roach dude and apparently he's growing up. Uh <sighs> It's something that I'm going to watch over and over again, and I'm going to find little dis different subtle nuances. Uh, I've, I've already watched a million TikToks about what's this, that, and the other, like the the hammer being buried into the dirt, you know, a stormbreaker being buried in the dirt, and he walks away. It looks a lot like Thanos' scene where he's walking away from, you know, the scarecrow of his armor. Uh, man, I, I have a lot of hope for this movie. I really think it's going to be awesome. I'm pretty hyped. I can't wait for it. I think this will be a good Marvel movie after the Doctor Strange 2. So after this one's over, I have something to look forward to, another good Marvel movie. I think. I'm hoping. So, yeah, I'm pretty hyped. You know you're going to watch what? it anyways, Alan. 
Well, of course I'm going to watch it. Not only am I going to watch it anyway, but immediately after the trailer, I went to look to see if I could get tickets because, you know, I'm always about Mm -hmm. trying to get those tickets as soon as possible. So, yes, I'm going to watch it. I'm probably going to enjoy it. But this trailer in no way excites me to see this movie, which it could end up being a good thing. This concludes this episode of the nerd world order broadcast this um reaction cast of the nerd world order broadcast so until next time number one thank you very much for listening for watching for sharing the nerd world order uh for subscribing to the nerd world order until next time i am nwo we are nwo nerds redefined booyah